Good morning. Well, obviously, I need another cup of coffee. I got up really early, but late for me, uh, about a quarter till six. That's really late for me. I'm a very early riser. I go to work at six o'clock, so I'm up at 4.30. But today, I overslept till a quarter till six. So I had to think about my communion fast, and I haven't had much coffee. Oops. But maybe also like, like me, on my way here, I had red lights and green lights to remind me when to stop and when to go. I also encountered speed limit signs, 25 mile an hour, 30 miles an hour. All of these are rules or laws that we obey typically to keep our society in order, to keep it out of chaos. And personally, we might think about those laws and say, hmm, how much is this going to cost me if I break the law? Do we do it because of, out of spite for the law, we're looking for a loophole? Or as Moses told his people of Israel, that they are giving these rules from, from a loving God, a God who loves them and has a personal relationship with them. And he gives these commands, not suggestions, to guide them, to help them. And so hopefully, just like children, we all listen and obey our parents, not because of fear of punishment, but because we love our parents. We love God the Father. Who, in, who, in, who gave us these commands to help us to realize that through our sacrificial love, our lives are better. Now, the first reading of this Sunday comes from the book of Deuteronomy, and it speaks of these laws that God gave to his people, and, Israel, and Moses is the one who gave them to Israel as terms of love for them. And the Israelites did not view these laws as impositions from above, but they followed them to avoid punishment. They saw the law's personal expressions of God's love for them. So we heard, what great nation is there that has, got, has its gods so near to the Lord our God is to us when we call on him? The people of Israel had a personal relationship with God. God cared about them. He was with them. He took them through the desert. He was there with them completely. All good things come from heaven, as St. James tells us in the second reading. And God continually chooses each of us to be his children because he loves us first. And we have to respond to his love. We have to, as St. James tells us, submit to his word follow his laws as our way of loving God. And St. James reminds us that just listening to the word of God within us is not enough. We have to respond by putting his word into action. We have all, all of us have the capacity to have this personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And it's through Jesus that God the Father, in union with the divine animator, the Holy Spirit, comes to each one of us in this very special and particular way. 
And so our response to him out of our own love is we obey his commands. Christian morality is not a matter of performing actions to avoid punishment. Christian morality is a matter of loving God by doing his will. This motivation for us as actions as Christians must be heartfelt. Otherwise, it's just lip service to God. Remember what Jesus said. What matters is the motivation of our actions. In other words, evil comes from within us. And so sin springs from hatred and selfishness within a person and takes its expression in the terrible actions enumerated at the end of the gospel reading, fornication, murder, theft, adultery, etc. But virtue springs from our heart full of love of God and responds with charity, kindness, and upright, decent behavior. James tells us that pure, unspoiled religion is this, simply to come to the aid of orphans and widows and to keep ourselves uncontaminated by the world. The word religion means being tied to God, and we are religious, we are bound to God. If we care for those who need our help, widows, orphans, the sick, distressed, all challenge, all who are challenged in any way, like me, perhaps you, I don't know, the poor, those with terrible diseases, we care for those who need our help out of love of God who created them and loves them. And we keep our hearts uncontaminated by the evils of the world when we stay away from selfishness and pride and the concepts that whatever we do is okay, regardless of its effects on others. This leads me to my last point this morning. As Catholics, we sit on a three-legged stool, scripture, tradition, and the magisterial teachings. Tradition is somewhat predominant topic throughout all of our readings today. The topic uh, of tradition has been passed down from generation to generation. As Catholics, who are cradle Catholics, we pass down baptism. We bring our children to be baptized. (laughs) I'm a cradle Catholic. I'd venture to say the majority of you are too, but not all of you. I know some of you are converts, and that's an amazing thing. My mother was a convert. She came into the church right before my mom and dad were married, and um, she, she passed down that faith, along with my dad, to us, and we've passed it on also. It was their witness that they enhanced my, wit- my witness to my children. I pray, anyway. It's through their faith that they instilled in me, because as a baby, I had no faith, that I have faith today. And so it is with parents and grandparents who baptize their children or grandchildren as witnesses to them that that greatest treasure that we can give to our families and make our own domestic church, as Vatican II tells us, brings that tradition forward. It's out of love of God and neighbor that we do that with our children. And we guide them through their lives, that journey of faith, to help them understand how to love God and how to love their neighbor, how to put their faith into action. 
Some Catholics might not know their faith well. We are starting our CIA up again on Sundays now, starting on September the 19th. If you would like to know more about your faith, come on September the 19th at 11 o'clock downstairs. If you know somebody that would like to be Catholic, invite them, please. If you know people that, or see them at your office or your school, or in the, perhaps if you're really courageous in the grocery store, ask them, what's keeping you from becoming Catholic? Do you know what the Catholic Church teaches? You might know what, the Catholic, what you think the Catholic Church teaches. Might not be the same, right? So we would encourage you in these next days to think about that and remember what the psalmist says. The one who does justice will live in the presence of the Lord. Our challenge this week might really be to reflect on those things in our own lives, that those commands, why do we do what we do? Jesus calls each one of us to a very particular place in life. Let us continue to follow that guidance through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.